The word of God is light. It is light. It actively works. It is effective. It penetrates. It rejuvenates. Oh my, oh my. An encounter with God's word is life-changing. It is life-enhancing. You are listening to a podcast by Prophet Gomez Shamil. saying this there's a sound there's a sound yeah I'll start by saying this 2022 I believe and I know by the spirit of God will really be a year for they that take action if you want you can write that down 2022 will demand men and women to take action. That simply means anyone that withdraws from actions really might not find the year to be pleasing. It's a year that demands people to act. Not necessarily talking. people have to say nzakamba business act i'll start studying act i'll start doing this act 2022 really is a year where action has to be done it's good to talk but remember the word became flesh act But in as much as there is a great demand for action it is not just a year where we just need to act because we just have to act no before action there is something that the scriptures provide guidance to and one of the most fundamental things that the bible provides before action is something known as counsel before you act there has to be counsel Counsel is a very important trait in the spirit because just as we want to move fast, move high or whatsoever, counsel determines the direction of where we want to go or where we have to go. Someone once said it's important to move fast, but it's more important to know where you're going. And so counsel is a very powerful empowerment that we need to carry with us when we ought to act. Amen and amen. I want to believe some of you and uh, a good number of you have proposed to do certain things. You've proposed to act. But in as much as you are proposed to act, 
it's very also important that you have adequate counsel in proverbs chapter number 15 and verse 22 from specifically the king james translation kjv the bible says without counsel purposes are disappointed without counsel purposes are disappointed but in the multitude of counselors they are established so what actually causes your purposes to stand what causes your purposes to actually succeed is the amount of counsel you've actually gotten notice it says without counsel purposes are disappointed this is to show you that it's possible to enact or act out a purpose but because you did not get enough counsel or adequate counsel that purpose is disappointed amen and amen if you put it in the message translation it brings it out a very interesting way it says refuse good advice and watch your plans fail take good counsel and watch them succeed so i know we have plans i know we have certain things that we need to be established but one of the things that will preserve us especially in 2022 is to get counsel we are not exempt from counsel and remember any time someone says ah let me just do it without counsel that's why the bible even tells us such a person is described as a fool because they feel what they know is right amen and amen and so because we want to see purposes get established because we want to see plans succeed because we want to see everyone host the goodness of god and so today by the spirit of the lord i came to give you counsel for 2022 remember i said by the spirit of the lord and so i submit myself to the leadership of the holy spirit that he speaks through me and that he touches the very things that he needs to touch over this people in jesus name amen so seeing that we have established and even known that it's important for us to have counsel especially in everything that we do then let us really run with this direction that I'll be giving you. I'm going to give you about 10 points. All of them are starting with the letter P. <laughs> so 10 Ps that will actually help you or mold your counsel. It would be good that you write or take note of it. because sometimes you may end up forgetting but at least if you write it down you can make reference to it all right so the first counsel that we'll give for 2022 is ensure or rather set your pillars set your pillars your pillars have to be in place 
what is a pillar a pillar obviously is something that is put as a structure to support buildings or quite a number of things it may not only be under the context of buildings but many other things in the same way in 2022 going forward we need to ensure that our pillars are set ask your neighbor this very vital question what are the pillars in your life perhaps ask yourself what are the pillars in my life yeah if if you don't have pillars don't expect something to stand there are so many things that we want established in our lives there are so many things that we want built in our lives but those things need to be supported by pillars but from the light of god's word we see that our ultimate pillar should be god our ultimate pillar should be god because if god can be our pillar anything we seek to build and establish will be anchored by him now tell you It doesn't matter how many things you wish to build. The pillar of God in your life can never be shaken. The pillar of God in your life can never be disappointed. And as you begin this year, as we have begun this year, one of the things I really want you as child of God to ensure is that God remains your pillar. no one else rather he should be your ultimate pillar not even you alone are sufficient to be your own pillar so don't look to yourself look to god in everything you wish to establish is it school is it business everything have god as your pillar And when you have God as your pillar so many things will be established in your life. In Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 13 from the message translation I love what Bible says Isaiah 41 and verse 13 It says that's right because I your God have a firm grip on you I am not letting you go I am telling you don't panic I am right here to help you Imagine This is a pillar that presents himself to help you A pillar that presents himself to ensure you don't fail And the Bible actually makes it clear concerning God Why I need to actually emphasize on this is because sometimes many people think God perhaps relates with them maybe because they are good or whatsoever but from here we can see that god has established a firm grip on us and when he's established a firm grip on us he's also made a decision not to let go of us
But if God has established a grip and chosen not to let go, you have to ensure that you are the one who doesn't let go. And also you have to ensure that you also hold him back. I wish I could show you an example by Kumbatirad in this pulpit. But <laughs> it wouldn't really uh, suffice. But God is declaring that, look, no matter what, I'm holding you. I'm holding you, I'm not letting go of you. But please, hold me as well. He's ready to offer help. But you cannot experience that help if you don't hold him back. You have to ensure, because he's revealed to, him, to you that he says, that's right, because I, your God. He says, I, your God. You have to put an established place for God in your life. Amen and amen. When we talk about, I know there are many times we like to talk about priorities. Listen, God should be the only one on your list. We don't say that God then shine. No, don't categorize God with the things of the world. They said after God, my best friend. What? No. God should have that established place. Then if you want to prioritize men and other affairs or uh, issues of the world, you can categorize them, but not, where, not on God's list. Amen and amen. Because even those same men that you want to put on the list need God. That's why God can't be on that category with them. Hallelujah. So God should be your pillar. Hallelujah. This year we don't want to hear things like, no, my shani is the only pillar in my life. It's me and you, babe, against the world. No. There's a difference between a pillar and a caterpillar. God should be a pillar. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, do you have a pillar or a caterpillar? Right, number two, be positioned. Be positioned. You will notice that God is very particular about positioning yourself. You, and when, it's, when, when we're talking about being positioned, you will notice that even in the scriptures, God will give certain people instructions. And he will tell them, go here, go there. For when you go here, I will give you this. For when you go there, I will do this and do that. So many examples like Abraham, he was told to go to another place. Okay? Uh, uh, Lot and his people were told to go to different places. Moses were, were told to go to a certain place. So it's important to be positioned in God. And when I talk about being positioned, this simply means give heed to the instructions that God gets to give you. Give heed to them. And if at all you feel you don't have an instruction, ask the Lord, instruct me. Because there is always a place that God wants you to be positioned in. In 2022, get instructions from the Lord. Some of them, He's already spoken of them perhaps years ago, which you need to keep running with. But ensure you are positioned. 
Remember I like to say Thomas was counted as a as a man that doubts simply because he was not positioned at the time where Jesus appeared to the disciples. He was not there. That's why today we teach about doubt in Thomas simply because he was just not there. Amen and amen. Be positioned and give heed to the instructions that God gets to give you. If he's instructed you that look for the next seven days, I want you to be praying at 21 hours and praying for this, this and that. Do that. If he instructs you and says, okay, concerning this, I want you to go to this place and perhaps give to the poor. Do that. Give heed to the instructions from God. Now, why should you give heed to the instructions from God? It's because from the, remember I love to say, from the instructions is where God carries out construction in your life. That's where he builds. Instructions are building materials. Amen and amen. So even when we say, God is working in my life, I'm a work in progress, it has to start with you giving heed to the instructions for him to construct you. Amen and amen. But yet again, it's from the instructions that the enemy looks in your life and says, Ah, if I can consider or rather I can influence this person to miss the instructions, then I know there will not be construction, but there's going to be destruction. So what am I going to do? I Let me push this person outside the instructions which God has given them. And that's why we see Mama Lot was pushed out of the instruction. She faced destruction. And there's another person we can see in First Kings chapter number 13 and verse 11 to 25. This is a story of a young prophet and an old prophet. First Kings 13 verse 11 to 25. You can put it in our original translation. That is the NKJV. Now listen, the Bible says, Now an old prophet dwelt in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. Also, they they also told their father the words which they had spoken. Uh And their father said to them, Which way did he go? For his sons had seen which way the man of God went who came from Judah. So notice there is, the Bible is, is showing us an old prophet, yet again it's talking about a, a young man of God who is doing signs and wonders. But if you see from the first, or rather even just from the beginning of the chapter, you will notice something. You will notice that the young man of God was given an instruction from God. Just for your understanding. Let's read further. Then he said to his sons, saddle the donkey for me. So they saddled the donkey for him and he rode on it. Uh And went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak. Then he said to him, are you the man of God who came from Judah? And he said, I am. Uh Then he said to him, come home with me and eat bread. This is the old prophet. He's now telling the young man of God. He says, come home with me and eat bread. Uh Verse 16. And he said, I cannot return with you, nor go in with you. Neither can I eat bread or drink water with you in this place. Why is the man of God saying that? It's because he received an instruction from God not to eat, not to drink in that place. Next verse. For I have been told by the word of the Lord, you shall not eat 
nor drink water nor return by going the way you came you see the instruction was given to who the young man of god yet the prophet the old prophet comes <laughs> the old prophet comes and says come home with me ah next verse he said to him i too am a prophet as you are and an angel spoke to me by the word of the lord saying bring him back with you to the house that he may eat and drink water and he was lying to him <laughs> oh so you you think everyone who says the word of the lord came to me is saying the truth you see why you need to hear god next verse and he went back with him and ate bread in his house and drank water my problem is how is this man who is a young prophet receives an instruction yet someone else is speaking it does not witness that what this person is saying is not true 20 now it happened as they sat at the table the word of the lord came to the prophet who had brought him back aha uh-huh. And he cried out to the man of God who came from Judah saying that says the Lord because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and you have not kept the commandment which the Lord your God commanded you aha uh-huh. but you came back and ate bread and drank water in the place of which the Lord said you not to eat or drink your corpse shall not come to your tomb of your fathers next verse So it was after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk that he saddled the donkey for him the prophet whom he brought back aha uh-huh. So when he was gone a lion met him on the road and killed him and his corpse was thrown on the road and the donkey stood by it the lion also stood by the corpse and that was the end of the young prophet Why He didn't give to an he didn't give heed to an instruction an instruction that was given to him Now you will notice that another person was used to derail him from the instruction Yet everything within him did not witness that this person is derailing me In 2022 you need to be positioned Imagine the Bible tells us how much of a person who's 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 refused to yield to an instruction how he ends up failing such that the Bible doesn't even want to say his name because you've failed to follow an instruction No but the, it's the old prophet who caused that was the old prophet instructed Was it the old prophet Obviously the old prophet will have his share but don't be like Eve or Adam who blames the snake for what you are responsible for doing what instructions do you have this year if you don't know go back start writing them down start taking heed with those instructions so that god may construct on your life They tend your neighbor and say, "Oh, Sayopa." <laughs> you look too serious. 
Alright, number three. Progress. Ensure you progress. Now progress in this context has to do with you growing spiritually. In this year you have to ensure that concerning your growth in God you are on track. You have to ensure that as a believer you are progressing. One proof of life really is that something grows. Now imagine in your Christian life perhaps you're just stagnant in your growth. Can you really say you are living as a Christian? No. So one of the things you need to propose this year is to grow spiritually. Let, let there be a difference. If you come here and all the time you are quoting John 3 verse 16, next time come and quote Amos 3 verse 8. There, there should be a change. There should be a change when you are uh, uh, sharing the word of God. There should be a change in how you pray. There has to be progress in your spiritual life. Many people have really put a heart to this place when God really demands for them to grow. And one of my series teaching on spiritual growth, I explain how it is so important for you to grow. And one of the things that is there to actually show you why it's important to grow is because sometimes God demands you to grow for Him to move you to certain places. Sometimes God demands you to grow for Him to give you access to certain things. Because if you've not grown and you have access to certain things or you move to certain things, it will be a burden, a problem for you. Israel could not pass a shortcut to the promised land because they were still babies in grown men clothes. Yeah. They had not grown. And so... It's important for you as a child of God to grow this year. How many books of the Bible have you read? Some of you have been legends in Christ. Yet you've only read seven books, five books of the Bible. Turn to the book of Zephaniah. <laughs> the confusion that will be there. But if we ask you to sing a certain worldly song, you will start it from A to Z. Today I had to sing some verses in, in some of the songs to hear if you know the, the songs. I love you, Lord. We're wondering whether they are singing in the spirit or... Uh, <laughs> you have to grow. <laughs> amen and amen. You have to grow. It has to be very purposeful in your life. And one of the things that will help you grow is even just surrounding yourself with people that are growing. It will really help you so, so much. Surround yourself with those that, that are growing. That's why we put you in cells. Now, how will you grow if you're absent? So it's important for you to really grow. Why? Because God demands you to grow to a certain level, to experience certain things. 
not only to experience certain things to carry out certain instructions to carry out certain wills and in your growth obviously when you really attend to that ah it 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 will be so lovely you become usable in the hands of the lord you become relevant in this time and season hallelujah ask your neighbor are you growing so interact with the word of god love it attend to it study your bibles enjoy the bible says all scripture is god breathed inspired by him so imagine you open your bible today that i'm going to read the book of john you should be excited amen and amen and then when i'm saying this these things when i'm talking about pursuing growth and and and, and the like i'm not i'm not trying to show you something or just uh, pushing you to do something that you should because pastor said i should just be reading the bible no you need to be excited for these things you need to be excited to study the word of god you need to be excited to grow in your christian walk amen and amen in matthew chapter number 7 if you study this uh, the scripture the bible gives us an account of where one built his house on a rock and while one built his house on sand and concerning that the bible tells us that um a person who built his house on a rock and a person who built his house on sand had different realities altogether okay notice both of them were building their houses but then a time came where both of them had to be exposed to what are known as challenges or storms and when the storms of life hit when the rains and the floods hit both houses the bible tells us the one who built his house on a rock remained standing yet the one who built his house on sand had everything crumbling down it is very important that in as much as you are growing you are building when i say you are building your house you are building your life you are building your spirituality because as you grow you build your stamina you you establish your 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 root you establish your firmness and when that happens when there is always going to be a time notice when you even study that portion of scripture in Matthew chapter 7 it will show us whether you like it or not the storms will always come whether you build on sand or you build on the rock they will always come but what will keep you standing is how you've built how you've built yourself in as much as we will say good things are going to happen to us and even expect that hey we will not forget that the bible says in the last days there will be perilous moments there will be difficult hard times but how are you going to come out of those hard times if you've not built yourself trust me if people don't reach to that place where they've grown and really build themselves anything that happens they might be discouraged they might say mm, but why is this happening they will always be crying they will always be complaining and really at the end of the day you'll be like ish how oh, this life is too hard for me yet there are people who've built themselves they've grown 
And when a sad situation comes, they, they remember James chapter 1 says, Count it all joy when you go through trials and temptations. For the joy that was set before Jesus, uh, he, he, he went through the cross. Why? This is because someone has grown. They've grown to a place like the psalmist who says, Even though bad news comes, I'm not going to be shaken. They know how to change droughts like Elijah. Because they've grown. They know. Amen and amen. That's why when you come under a local church, you are brought before systems that will help you grow. It's not just the Sunday services. We, we, we can't afford you to only grow on Sunday. When the Bible says this book of the law, it shall, it shall not depart from your mouth. You meditate on it day and night. Your system of growth has to be implemented every day. This one just, when we are coming in a place like this, we are just supplementing your growth. Amen and amen. But it has to be every day. That's why we will try to bring you a program. We will try to bring you cell this day. We will try to bring you midweek this day. So that every day you have access to what Jesus told you to demand for when he was teaching you how to pray by saying, give us this day our daily bread. And as you grow, obviously you have access to certain places, you have access to certain realms, you will grow in the things of God and there's going to be tremendous progress in your life. There's really going to be tremendous progress. Have you... (laughs) Have you observed? And anyway, let me just say this. And even concerning growth, I want each and every one of us to be very deliberate. Okay? I, 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 I published a, a Bible reading plan that you can have access to and you can read. I think I'll, I'll, I'll republish it this week. But even just I personally, I have to plan how I'm going to grow. I have to plan how I'm going to get better. And I did so. Yesterday, I, I, I started studying. I said, uh, in my studies, I'm going to start with minor prophets before I go to the uh, major prophets book and, you know, uh, things like that. And then I started saying, okay, after this, I'm going to touch this, I'm going to touch this and that, touch that. You have to be very deliberate about your growth. And when I say very deliberate, there are certain things... Like, for example, when we present to you to help you grow, we present cell meetings. Unfortunately, well, whether we can call it fortunately or unfortunately, the cell meetings are online. So how are you going to be deliberate in growing? You have to be online. You have to, be, you have to, you have to learn to be online sometimes. Some people are online at the wrong times. Some people come online after the cell meeting is over. How? That's when you come online. Or after maybe uh, a, a special gathering is supposed to be there. That's when you decide to come online. Don't be that one always who's always saying catching up, catching up. Or, <laughs> or yeah, I missed something. No. You have to be very deliberate. And I'll be honest with you, this one is also a hard truth. Sometimes others make an excuse and say, no, I don't have a phone. Well, you don't have try to push to do something at least no i don't have a phone that's why this and that did you ever get your grade 12 certificate by by not being in the classroom did you, did you ever get your degree by not writing exams 
So if even in life they don't give you compassionate degrees, why do you want to experience growth minus your input? If, you, if, if at all you've never gotten a grade 12 paper or you've never gotten a, a license minus going to driving school and even uh, doing the tests, then don't expect to reach a place of access without you involving yourself in growth systems. Don't. And I'll tell you this, anyone that actually exposes themselves to growth systems will grow. That's why it's very possible for someone to join a church in two months. They knew you've been there for three years, but because they're committed to growth systems, they can outgrow you. They can outgrow you. After they're outgrown, their level of growth demands them to handle certain things. And you find someone who's joined the church maybe three times, three months, four months. Oh, ordained deacon. Why? Why are these things not happening to us? Grow. The apostle says you ought to be teachers by now. Meaning you are hindering your next level of progress because you are not growing. Eesh. Remember I said the Holy Spirit speaks through me. It seems like there is... Uh, he, need to, he needs to hit on this one. Eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody say grow. So this is the area of, pro- of, 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 of progress. Number four, purpose. Desire to live a purposeful life. Remember, there are so many things we are exposed to. There are things that we, are, uh, we, we get exposed to in life. We do them. Some of them may be out of purpose. Some of them may just be there to supplement our purpose. Okay? Uh, and when we are talking about purpose, this aspect of purpose needs to be prioritized. You need to walk in a purposeful life. Are you living your purpose? So imagine... If, if you were to think about it, what really? You have the privilege to walk in 2022 and you have the privilege to be here on the face of the earth. But what really are you doing here? For what? Think about it. Like, what really? Because one thing we can say about you is that you are very distinct. There is no one like you. There will not be anyone like you. But then in your special and uniqueness, what are you doing? What is your uniqueness doing to us? Are we living purposefully? Purposeful living is so important and it's something that we shouldn't really put aside. We should never put aside, especially with things that are meant to supplement our purpose. Some people have been so consumed with so many things that they forget who they really are. They've placed their focus on what they are paid to do, not what they are born to do. When you are paid for something good, let it supplement what you are born to do. Hallelujah. I remember the first day, the very first day, we said, as Life Rich Church, we're going to have a Sunday service. The very first day, we decided, okay, this Sunday, we're going to have a church service. While I, was at, while I was at work, 
suddenly for the very first time in life i was asked to call or to work on a sunday didn't make sense for me the first day nishi then someone comes me no come for work i said lord what is this what did i do i asked for the demands of work obviously and i said okay um let me see if i can do that work quickly so that i preserve my sunday i did but still more not just come just in case <laughs> what i went, i went to do after that i went into serious tongues and i said my purpose i have to make sure this one is not disturbed spoke in serious tongues prayed went for work the next day and i love after speaking in tongues did i tell you i like greeting people when i speak in tongues so that you can transfer something and then says oh okay no actually uh, it's okay don't come for work and i was happy i said yeah this is what i was born to do and i came on sunday and i preached and it's so fulfilling amen and amen live a purposeful life and one thing you have to understand even about purpose if you want want to even say ah, what is my purpose first of all when we're talking about purpose you have to understand that first of all your purpose is in Christ <laughs> seeing that you are in God your purpose is also in God it's in Christ so your purpose starts or stems from that place what are you doing in God that will push you to live a purposeful life that will propel you to say words like Jesus when he's asked to eat he says you have i i have food that you don't know about my food is to do the will of the father he's saying i'm finding satisfaction what what are the things that you are finding satisfaction in what are the things You know I've come to meet there are certain people that love ministry that they even say mm, ministry man banga ine like they get so fulfilled doing the work of God Then I've got certain people that I know that love football and wrestling That's where their fulfillment is they are willing to put God aside If a team like Manchester United is playing or whatsoever they are willing to put God aside If there is WrestleMania 29 they are willing to put God aside. Why? Because that's where they find their satisfaction. But just because you find satisfaction in a certain place doesn't mean you're walking purposefully. Yeah. Make sure whatever satisfies you is in the boundaries of God. So what does that mean? open up yourself to instructions from God and also directions of God to be purposeful to carry out his will in 2022 we want to see people when it comes to soul winning it should be a burden we want to see people when they come to the house of the lord there should be a certain desire to serve when we go out preaching the gospel when we go out giving to the poor it should be a 
passionate thing. That's purpose for living. Are you giving God the reason to keep you here on earth? You know, there are those people who you can demand for, Lord, we, we, God will say, mm, this one, we still need that one. We still need that one on earth. Are you giving God that reason? And when I'm talking about that, the work needs to be done now. That's why sometimes we don't like singing, because you're always looking at going to heaven. No, we'll get there, but before we get there, let's work here. Somebody say purpose. Number five, principles. Establish principles this year. And when I say principles, these ones have to be godly. You know, principles are like laws. The earth is governed by laws. The spiritual realm also has principles that work as laws. One of the laws on earth that operates is gravity. Gravity is a law. Whatever goes up has come down. It's a law. And with regards to laws, whether I like it or not, they, they work. In the same way, when you establish principles, these begin to act as laws. Spiritual principles that become laws that will help you, that will cause certain results to come your way. You have to establish principle, principles like consistent praying. Those are, this, those are principles. Establish them in your life. Me, I'm going to be praying this time. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. You have to establish principles like, uh, for me, my motto is get the job done. No excuses. Those are principles. How many principles do you have rather in your life that are aiding you to move forward? Principles are important. I remember when I was in college, or rather, even not even before, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, when I was in college, I started establishing certain principles, even concerning my time. I would say, okay, when I go to this place, I will not stay at a certain place minus doing this and this or I will not go to certain places you establish certain principles me, sinful no end there was a time uh, <laughs> I was sent go and buy go and buy me some some beer at the bar ah well it was my principle I said I will not walk there and I refused and I just said ah unfortunately I'm, I'm, I'm unable to do that why did I establish that principle? I know. I know when there was a time I saw something. And that thing that I saw, I said, Mm-mm-mm. I will not walk there. Do you, do you want to know what I saw? <laughs> Ish. 
I said, such environments. I walked, I walked in a bar. I wanted to buy a soft drink. I felt a hunch from the Lord, don't end. I walked in a bar, I wanted to buy a soft drink. Suddenly, demons that I saw there. I'm not saying people, I'm saying demons. I, I saw demons. I could see demons playing on people's heads. And I'm like, what? I said, this environment is bad. So I established the principle, I won't be going there. You have to establish principles. What time you can be with someone? You have to establish principles. If I'm dating, there's nothing like, we're going, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, we're going to chew at a lodge, meeting place. You think you're going to have a cell meeting there? Judah cell, we are going to meet. No. I'm telling you, you have to establish serious principles. They are your personal laws, yet which are godly. Do you know that I once had a principle that I I once had a principle to keep me while I was, to keep me from dating, I had a principle never to hug a girl. You come hugging me, I'll lay you. James Bond on you. Uh, and I know those things are not easy, but I had to establish them. To the extent that I was, they even started calling me a gay person. It's just a pity I didn't find them to give them my wedding card. But, uh, but it's okay. Whether they... And you notice most of the times when you people establish principles, people will call you names. When you say, I'm going to be praying a lot, they will say, Why do you pray too much? Eh? The holy one of the tribe of the Zulus. Why? They will give you names. They will say certain things about you. Because of your principles. It's okay. As long as it's preserving you. I'm going to, I'll come to a place for, for, for relationships. Yes, there. Uh, I'll come. Because we don't want miracles. Ah. Principles. Also, why do you need to have principles? The, only, the, the other reason why you need to have principles is because God has set you as a signpost. Remember, he says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. God to show forth, you are a signpost. Whether you like it or not, you are a signpost. And when, what is the purpose of a signpost? The purpose of a signpost is to direct you towards something or someone. Now, if you are a signpost, who are you directing people to? Is it God or Satan? First Timothy 4, verse 12, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. First Timothy 4, verse 12, is one of the scriptures that really I had to run with. That helped me. Look at this. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. Now, it's saying, let no one despise your youth. 
It's, that simply means don't let anyone look down on you. But also it also means don't look down on anyone. Then it says, be an example to the believers. It's writing to us. Be an example to the believers. What example are you showing to the believers in your dressing? What example are you showing to the believers? It says, be an example what? In word. <laughs> in how you speak. Be an example in your conduct. Sometimes you'll be so shocked the way believers behave. After they've come out from church, then they're in the bus. They are talking, but they are the ones who are gossiping. You even be shocked. These are believers. Oh, but sister, they will talk, they will talk and talk, and then they will receive a call from Deacon Samuel, and Deacon Samuel calls them. They will respond obviously, but Deacon, and obviously people in the bus will be shocked. Ah, this person is receiving a call from a Deacon. I'm in shock. I was once shocked when a, uh, a woman uh, had a confrontation with a conductor because of change. And she threatened to kill him. You don't know my authority. You don't know my authority. I can kill you right now. Over to Kwaja change. Yeah. Conduct. How you behave. I know many people like saying when you are with the Jews, behave like the Jews. No, we are not chameleons in Christ. Yes, we are not chameleons in Christ. When you go, when you, when you go to school, <laughs> behave like a believer. When you are in the bus, behave like a believer. Why? Because you are, you are, you are, you are a signpost. Who should be an example? Sometimes I get shocked. There are times where maybe I'm in a certain place. Uh, there was a time I was at the bank and uh, I, I, I had an issue. And the, the, the ATM, I, I thought the ATM had swallowed my money. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I wanted to violent take it by force. So I went there to the bank and I said, Ah, what's happening? Yeah, the ATM has swallowed my money. And then somehow I just felt the peace of God just calm me down. Because I was about to shout at people. But then I just calmed down and said, anyway, this is what has happened. Uh, perhaps maybe you can help me. And then the person says, oh, okay, okay. Then moments later, uh, about one or two people came. I'm, 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 I'm in the queue. They're like, sir, how are you? Ah, I'm so inspired by you. And I'm like, <laughs> but obviously... One of the things we've learned to do is, ah, long time, just in case you don't know someone. Like, sir, we're inspired by you. Uh, we see your posts every day, this, this, that. Oh, uh, I said, hey, if I had reacted, hey. So what am I trying to say? You don't know who's watching. You don't know. Not only are people watching People are picking things from you, whether you like it or not. People are picking things from you. If you preach, you'll find there are people who preach like you. They are picking things from you. If you are wearing clothes with holes everywhere, as if you are a boho, they are picking from you as well. 
I'm telling you, whether you like it or not, they are picking from you. What examples are you setting? Principles. Someone say principles. Set them this year. And obviously when you are setting them, I know they should be according to the word of God. And obviously these are not principles that will shine. Especially you people who you even know it's not yet time to marry. Set principles very, very well. I said I'll get to that one properly. Number six, prepare. Prepare. It's very, very important for every believer and child of God to plan and prepare. Let's learn to prepare for the future. Let's learn to prepare ourselves. There are so many things that we are interacting with. Some of you are in school. Some of you will be writing maybe final examinations, maybe by June or, or November or whatsoever. Preparation should not be two weeks before or the night before. Students, please, by, by now, you should, by now, if you've already got a course structure, you should have already started researching by now. Not till one week or two weeks before. The, the week before, we know you're not even going to confess. You will say, Pastor, I'll be starting exams next week. Please pray for me. The prayer, and the prayer you want, somehow it's like a miracle. I don't know how you want things to enter in one day. So you have to start preparing now. If you're in class, don't have a bad, a bad studying culture. Amen and amen. Start preparing now. Study ahead. Do your assignments. Do whatsoever you can, but be a person that plans. Listen, I'll tell you this. If today, let's say, you are supposed to start studying in January, and let's say by June you are supposed to write your exams, and then you decide only to start studying the night before, Listen, if at all you still pass, trust me, you've not sorted out a problem. You're still a bad planner. Such that even though you make it out of school, in life, life will teach you what planning is, in, is important. You will get to work. Work will teach you that, hey, I have to be planning. If at all you, you, you manage to have a breakthrough because of your lack of planning, Next time it won't be a breakthrough. It will be breaking of your head. So planning is very important. Plan your finances. So many people don't like planning their finances. And even when with, with, with regards to even this aspect of planning finances, you find it's also bad planning. Why, why do I mean when I say it's bad planning? Don't plan on money you're expecting. I'm expecting like something from Naongongore. Uh, so, Ngazan Pasa, don't worry, I'll sort you out. You don't plan from credit. Amen. 
plan your finances. If you are in a budget group or you are committed to give towards something, let's say you've pledged 300 kwacha. Don't compare yourself with Deacon Samuel who can give 7,000 kwacha in one day. If you know you, every, you a month, perhaps you make about 50 or 20 kwacha. Your planning should be different. And your giving should be different. That's why it's okay to... If you have to give in bits, give in bits. Because who knows, if Deacon Samuel gives a 7,000 kwacha in one day, it would not hurt him. Now you, the, when you want to give the last moment. And that last moment, you've had your last 300 kwacha, when you give it, your strength even finishes. Anyway, it's painful giving now. Anyway, Murungundiaziva. Where were you? Plan, plan. Amen and amen. It's, it's very important, seriously, saints of God. We've got different financial capacities. We've got different capacities in, in different spheres. So know yourself. And when you know yourself, plan accordingly. It will preserve you. It will help you. Remember I said, this year, action is a demand. Amen. Number seven. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. This one is in the area of purity. Everyone is quiet. The keyboard player has even stopped playing. Z. Is that serious? Protect yourself. I'll tell you this. This, this, this can be even one of the words I, I'll give you in 2022. When I, when I was praying for 2022, I, I saw serious, when I say serious, serious last in 2022. Serious last. And this was very demonic. And I was asking, I was asking God, what is this? And, and when I'm saying serious last, people whom, people whom you might even look up to were even falling. And I said, huh? But you know what the Bible says? It says, anyone who thinks they stand, let them take heed, lest they fall as well. I didn't want to say to the Lord, and I said, ah, oh, and I said, Lord, teach us how to do this so that we also don't find ourselves in such serious it was very demonic and now one of the reasons why there was serious lust is because in these times like this the believer has to be discerning the believer has to be very discerning but then if for, for, for the believer to lose his discernment one of the things that needs to happen for the believer to have the eyes of the spirit to become blurry the eyes of the flesh have to open So when you have the eyes of the flesh open, the eyes of the spirit become blurry. And when the eyes of the flesh are open, <laughs> remember, it's like Eve. 
The eyes of the flesh are not open so that you have satisfaction. The eyes of the flesh are open so that when you take hold of that, you lose out a destiny. And so when I saw serious lust, then I knew this was a destiny attack. A serious destiny attack. So what do I expect in 2022? Trust me. When I, when I say what do I expect, I'm just trying to show you that lust will be following people. You will not even have to follow it. I'm telling you. You will have people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You will have people. Sir, they will come and say, I want to have your baby. Run. Run. <laughs> Run. They will, they will just say that. And you will think as if it's normal. Tiko Peter, Nchan, why is man who baby? And what should Tiko Peter do? Block. Concerning your purity, make sure you've got serious guards. They are guarding. Men. People will be passing. They will want to. They want to dress as if they are coming from bathing. They will just pass in front of you. You don't follow. You are not protocol. Uh, uh, <laughs> have what is known as the bounce back anointing. When the enemy wants to confuse you, bounce back and focus. Uh, you will fall. I'm telling you, this one is a serious prophetic word. So what am I trying to tell you? Expect to hear a lot of cases of adultery in 2022, which will break families. It's a serious attack. So concerning your purity, protect yourself. Protect yourself. Sometimes you just be, <laughs> you just be searching something very nice. You search maybe a scripture to John three verse fifteen. You go to the site, but there's a pop up where you are searching John three verse fifteen. The pop up is asking you questions, and then you you want to answer. Are you in an examination? No, like for this one, really hear me seriously, saints of God, because the problem with Last is that that's why the Bible says do not give provision to the flesh. In short, do not trust your flesh. Put no confidence in the flesh. Don't say, no, me, I'm strong. Don't say that. Because there are people like Joseph. The Bible says he was well built. But at least he learned how to run. Hallelujah. Yeah, at least he learned how to run. Don't be like Samson. You think you can handle all the girls in the city? And you see the problem with Samson is, remember because his eyes of the flesh were opened, the Bible tells us he did not know that God had left him. Discernment gone. He didn't know. 
So he, he knew not that God had left him and he even wanted to fight. <laughs> the anointing is over my life. Saints of God, protect your purity with all that it requires. Protect. I tell my sons, you may be anointed, but your feelings are not anointed. If you are in a relationship, protect your purity. Paul, sometimes, Paul had to even give advice to certain people because he knew that mm, if they go on, this is dangerous for them. What did he say? He says, marry. He said, marry. Listen, when we come to the issue of relationships, you have to know that relationships and uh, uh, unions are progressive. They are progressive. Today, if you start dating someone, it's not the, it will not be day one that you will call them baby unless you're a profession. <laughs> unless you are born to do this thing. <laughs> it's not day one. Muzambo muita na che chanda, 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 chanda. Three weeks later, <laughs> it will not even transition to baby. At least it will transition to uh, mama, sweetie, uh, something like that. It seems like baby will be the highest level of shan. Huh? But it would, others, it takes months. Even greetings. You think it starts with a hug? No. It's a hi, hi. Yet again, unless you were born for these things. <laughs> But you have to understand that on the soul level, okay, when we're talking about communication, that's on the soul level. You calling each other names, that's on the soul level, okay? That's, that's, that's where, uh, that, that's a soul progression. But then you see, the, in relationships, there is not only a soul progression, there's also what is known as a body progression. And so as you progress, every arena wants the highest level of affection the highest level of affection of the body is not a cell meeting yeah why is enough it's not a cell meeting so if you want phd datings when i say phd datings datings that you want to take seven eight years nine years uh-huh Huh? Why? Because throughout those years, throughout those years, there's going to be progress both in the soul level. Haven't you wondered when you started dating, you're not calling each other uh, uh, those pet names, but it took two weeks or three weeks. Some of you call each other wifey. Yeah. A handshake, a long time, a handshake. You find butterflies in the tummy. Handshake. And the person, when he goes back home, he even fails to sleep. He's thinking of that handshake. The whole night he was thinking, he says, Ah, but Kazakani Poshai. Yeah, God is good. Handshake. I'll tell you, when there is progress, a handshake will be as dry as whatsoever. It will be dry. You will not feel butterflies next time, a handshake. So what would that mean? It means it's a call to advance to the next level. 
But then you have to understand that certain levels are only for the boundaries of marriage. You are not yet married, you want to become a healing and evangelist, laying hands on people. Uh-huh. Okay. In 2022, hands will be coming like this. <laughs> and we call you for healing. What's happening? No. <laughs> I was laying hands on a certain lady. Uh-huh. And you, you want to hold this mic. Father, this year. <laughs> no, this is not to scare you, but to keep you seriously alert. To keep you seriously careful. Because I've already revealed it that 2022, last, mm, it will be so normal for people. Very normal. But so what should we do? Protect yourself. Run away. Protect your purity. And I'll tell you one thing with 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 with, if I can give you advice on this arena. Usually, Satan will not necessarily push you to that ultimate thing just there and there. He starts slowly. He starts feeding you slowly. You become his baby lizard. He starts feeding you slowly, slowly, slowly. Until... But don't worry. As you are doing that, we will be here for you. We will protect you with our eyes. Kali, I can I can see a number of people that I will text after the service. So don't worry. Hallelujah. Number eight, protest. This is a continuation of protect. Protest. React to certain traits. protest react to certain traits react to certain things if you are in a union and then you find out that one of your partner is losing their brain slowly and wants to bring you both down react protest say no 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 get back to your senses let's focus focus react away from that there are many things you need to react to Laziness, react to laziness. When you feel okay, ah, next, react. Always react to those things. React to procrastination. My leaders will tell you I react to slug. If you want to work close to me, I react to slug. <laughs> I think they know it, the, the three that are just in front here. They know it very well. I react. In the same way, you have to react to certain traits. React to lack of growth. React to prayerlessness. React. Like say, <clears throat> no. If something is wrong, react and say, no, something has to be done. Something has to be done. It will really help you actually in winning. Number nine, perfect. 
perfect yourself. The Bible tells us how we ought to divide our investments in many places for we do not know what the future holds. If we are to divide our investments in so many places then we have to perfect ourselves. Hallelujah. I was, I was, I was so happy I, I saw uh, uh, just yesterday Christina post about ah, we're doing chitenges. Okay? We're doing chitenges now. Yet you have someone who perfected themselves in how do you call this? Makeup. Yeah. But then decided, ah, let me perfect myself in another arena. Perfect yourself. Perfect yourself. There's nothing wrong. You find after that, you find, ah, no, we, we also make weaves. No, we also do this. We also do that. Don't, don't remain in one place. Perfect yourself. Make sure all your perfections are always calling you to the palace. The perfection of David playing music called him to the palace. The perfection of David being a giant slayer called him to the palace. Hallelujah. Desire to perfect yourself. Some of the things, some of the things, listen, when you're perfecting yourself, some of the things are meant just to supplement you. They're meant to supplement you. I'm going to give you an example. There's the computer here who, uh, at one occasion, I had to push and say, you have to be making posters or something. I sent him some apps and said, okay, start from this, this and that. The man is a doctor. <laughs> what has media got to do with him? It won't even... But then some of these things are for supplementing. To supplement you. To you, yourself. Amen and amen. There are many spheres you can walk into. That you can actually improve yourselves in. And they'll demand for you. When I started working with Deaconess Elmai at first, we, she, she, she grew in being a personal assistant. She was my PA, one of my first PAs. Make appointments for me, this, this and that. And she grew in that. In fact, where she's even working now, <laughs> it's in line with what she developed herself while serving in the house of God. What about you? Perfect yourself. Be confident even in the courses that you're doing. Do you know what I say? I'm, I'm an accountant by profession. But do you know, I, I tell people, I even tell Digono Aman, I tell him, there's no company I can't work for. Me. There's no company I can't work for. I can fail to work for. Whether in Zam or outside. That's how much I know myself. Just in 2021, do you know how many companies wanted me? Me. When you perfect yourself, certain things no longer become prayer points. Now you're getting it. Certain things will no longer become prayer points. Which job do you want? No. Perfect yourself in something at least. 
you will notice certain things no longer become prayer points. We have an economist here, Daniel. Yet right now he's working for a company that is media related while he's waiting for uh, the government of the Republic of Zambia to employ him. Yeah. But what did he do? He decided to improve himself. He, when, he started me, when he started making posters, I was there. He sent his first poster to me. I said, blood of Jesus. <laughs> in my heart. At least in my heart. Just because you don't despise humble beginnings. No, I just said, no. Yachokako. Yachokako. But obviously when there is a place of improvement where we need to push them to become better. Ask him how many posters I sent back, even just for the church. Four, five posters. Redo it, redo it, redo it. But this time with his skill, there's a, any media place he can work very, very well. Very, very well. And they will pay him for that. What am I saying? Perfect your skills. Perfect what you can offer to the world. Because if you do that, they will demand for you. It doesn't matter whether you're a doctor or you're an accountant or you're a what. Try to enter other things. Because if the Bible told us divide your investments and you have investment, it's not enough. If right now you have just one investment, it's not enough. Why we don't know what the future holds. There are so many people that were even making millions in the in the upcoming years, or rather in the in the years uh, before, because they had one investment. But when COVID hit, one of the industries COVID really hit so much is the hospitality industry. Hotels were closing down. Why they only had one investment? But there are certain people who can even inspire you. They are in all investments. When you go to teaching, they are there. They've opened a school. When you go to mining, they are there. When you go here, they are there. Invest. Build yourself. And that's why there's a, a, a thing that I always encourage within the church. It's called research and development. If your department head has not yet spoken about that, Nishkaya, you should tell me. Just text me that they didn't speak on, about this. We will know what to do. Research and development is very important. Sometimes learn to research and say, okay, how can I do this? How can I do that? How can I do this, this, and this? It will help you. It will help you improve skills. You will be very intrigued that for most of the skills that I actually engaged myself with, I've even ended up, I've even ended up making some money. When you go to the instruments here, if any of them were not to come, I would play them. Me. And come and preach. If the usher is not going to come, I would do it. If someone who is supposed to do deliverance is not there, I would do it. Why? I decided to really pursue in improving my skills. This year, have skills, not a skill only. It will help you.
Because at the end of the day, we, one of the reasons we are sharing this is because sometimes as, 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 as servants of the Lord, we don't want to be prophesying no, beware, this, this, this is going to happen. No, we, we prepare you <laughs> adequately so that even if those things come, you are well equipped. Hallelujah. And the last thing, ensure you persist this year. Persistence is refusing to give up when you have a choice to give up. Persistence is refusing to stop when you have a choice to stop. When you are being persistent, not everything will work well for you. But you will have to keep pushing because you know if you push, the end result will be good. In this year, refuse to give up. Refuse to give up on destinies. Refuse to give up on your progress. There was a person who once came to me and she told me, Pastor, I'm going to stop. I've given up. I have failed mathematics three times now. This is how we write in mathematics. And I told her, go and write again. She came back and says, I failed, Pastor. I said, don't worry. Write again. (laughs) She, She wrote it, I think, about six or seven times. But eventually she passed. She's now started law school. But what caused her to be where she is? One of the things I, I refused to permit her was to give up. So we will not allow you to give up. So if you wrote a paper, you failed. Listen, failure, like I say, is not falling down. It's staying down. When you fall down, stand up again. Go for it. Even your childhood taught you that when you're learning to ride a bicycle. How many times did you fall down? Not even falling down. How many times did you injure yourself? Yet you got back on that bicycle. So why are you why are you so discouraged? Or why are you willing to stop that business because it made a loss? Year one, year two. Go for year three. If you make a loss, year three, year four, go. Push. Even us as ministers of the gospel, we are, we, <laughs> there's a demand for us to persist. There are cases that we get to deal with sometimes. We've never dealt with them. There are things that we get to do. We've never got, gotten to, do, to carry them out. Where in Bible school will they ever teach you how to run a church during COVID times? They will never teach you that. No one has showed you that experience, but yet you have to know how to learn to push. Amen and amen. So don't give up on those businesses. Don't give up on those education. Don't give up on those, those, those career paths. Keep pressing. Why? Because we really need the end result of your pressing. We need it. Let's rise to our feet.